Well, okay. So I guess let's jump in before we start chit-chatting and then kind of drift away. Right. (laughs) So Amber, welcome. Do you want to tell us about where you guys are at and what you're building? Um, So we're building the barn dominium. It is 40 by 60. Um, Yes. It's all livable space. We don't have like a shop or anything. Um, we do have a full basement. So the half, it's what, 30 feet of the basement is garage. So I guess we do have some type of a shop, but it's not gonna hold like tools or anything, just vehicles. Cool. Oh, that's really neat. So uh, can you also tell us like, can can you give us a rundown of like who, who you guys are? Like um, you're, are, you're married, you've got some kids. Can you yeah. give us a little synopsis of, of everybody that is part of this with you? Yeah, so my husband is Matthew. He's a union iron worker, so which is what ventured us into steel in the first place. Um, so we originally had like a cookie cutter house and we loved it, but it was in a neighborhood and we like to ride and have space and we wanted to be more self-sufficient. So we purchased the land and our building. And then two years later, we are now building it. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, so we, two, um, we have uh, just over six acres. So it's a little under six and a half acres. Um, we love it. It's so much bigger than you would think. We were originally looking for 10. Um, and then we were like, oh, this is the best we can find. And we wanted space. And we like got here, like physically got on the property and we were like, holy crap this is just more than enough like this is what we need so um we are surrounded by like 800 acres so i guess that helps um so there's like a resort that's that owns all of our our neighboring property Um, yeah so that's really nice so we know that nothing is going to happen there because his the resort is like mainly for people to enjoy the outdoors it's not like they're gonna develop it or anything like that Oh, that's really cool. Um, yeah. That's, that's lucky when you find that small yeah. piece of land that you aren't, don't have to worry about the neighborhood coming up right up against your fence line. Right. right. Perfectly um, insulated from all of that. That is yeah. rare. Yeah. We do have one neighbor, but they have four acres too. So like, we don't really, we can't even see them. We can hear their dogs sometimes, but that's it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, my my test of living in the country was always, do I have to have blinds on my windows? Uh-huh. And, yeah. and if you do, then it's not it's not the right spot. Yeah, hmm. I was nervous about the no blinds because in our old house, like I would get weirded out at nighttime because everybody be walking and you could see right in your window. So I was like, yeah. a fr- I was like a freak. It's like getting close to dark. My blinds are close. Yeah. But now I, I was like, okay, I hope I can do it. And now I don't. We don't have blinds now. So yeah. Yeah, so you guys had a very interesting start to your journey. You guys built yourselves a little cabin in order yeah. to live on the land. And then do you also have like a camper or something like that? Or um, kind of tell us what have you been, you, you yeah. guys have, have really kicked off your build um, in full yeah. force. <laughs> well, yeah, and you're kind of, and you're just kind of starting the actual Barnuminium build. So tell us what you've yeah. been doing for the last couple of years. So we closed on our property February 25th and then COVID happened like weeks, literally weeks later. Um, so we were living with family and then we had originally purchased the shed for tools, storage and for the girls to hang out while we're working so that if it's raining or cold or whatever, they could be inside, not outside in the weather or in the car, you know, 
So, um, cause the family is about 25 minutes from our property. So it would have been, we didn't want to do it without them basically. Um, so then COVID happened and my husband was off work and we were here all the time. And I was like, this is nice. <laughs> we mm. like this. Um, so then we quickly moved right into the cabin and which it wasn't intentional. Um, it kind of happened very quickly. And then uh, we finished it as we, as we've lived here for now, what, two, little over two years. Um, so it's 10 by 20 shed. And wow. we, yeah, it has um, a full, like a, a loft in the one part, that's where our bedroom is. And then the other side has a smaller loft that's storage. And then I'm in the addition, we call it. Um, it was originally supposed to be a mud room, but my husband is 6'2 or 6'3 and he couldn't stand. <laughs> so <laughs> the way that they placed the cabin and the way we had to do the roof for snow and, and water, um, he couldn't stand in here. So my girls took it over. And then, so we did that last year. And then I realized we really, really needed a mudroom. So then we added the mudroom on the other side this past fall. So that was cool. huge. Huge. Yeah. So in total, how many square feet are you guys living in right now? Uh, just under 300. Wow. Yeah. That's and how old amazing. are the girls? Uh, Macy just turned 10 and Mia will turn seven next month. And then we have two dogs. <laughs> so this is like the camping adventure of a lifetime for them. They're it, like, it, it really the perfect is. age for this. Yeah. They, they love it. And Mia even said, I want to live in the cabin still. And I'm like, what? No. We need the barn dough. That's so cool. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, that's really, really cool though, because I mean, we were, we've talked about it between the two of us, Emily and I, that like the age your kids are when you start the process really dictates how, mm -hmm. how it goes for you. <laughs> yeah. They were super helpful when we were clearing the land. Like they got all the little sticks. They thought it was fun to put them in the pile and then we'd push them into the fire. And Macy learned how to drive the tractor in like no time. So she was helping driving the tractor, pulling the big trees. I was helping them and she was driving them. Um, so th that was super fun for them. And then yeah. Mia, she just is a beast. She just lifts everything. <laughs> she's so tiny, but she's so strong. It's, it's amazing. That's, that's wonderful. Um, what a cool option that you guys have had to be able to live on this land and yeah. enjoy it in the, in the whole process. Mm -hmm. uh, and so you recently started officially building your barn dominium, correct? Yeah, so we originally started to try to do it debt-free, um, so with the equity of our home and, and everything um, that we got from the sale, we were doing it that way, but we quickly realized with prices and everything increasing that it was going to take a lot longer than we were kind of hoping for it to take, um, so we officially started the footer and everything uh, in 2021 so we bought the property in 20 and we started everything in 21 and then we were saving up for the foundation and we decided to do the construction loan so we just did that and now we're flying right along I feel like um you know it's easier when you're borrowing somebody else's money <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> but yeah. um it wasn't our original plan and we did pay cash for a lot of our materials like we bought our building already um we had our well installed already. So a lot of the larger things we had already paid um, out of pocket. So that helps. So our loan is low. Yeah. So it's where we're comfortable and we don't, we're not like tied down, which is what we originally did not want. So 
that's, that's huge. awesome yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, what a great thing so you guys and did how did you feel like uh, we got a construction loan partway mm-hmm. through construction as well and uh, I feel like it created a more favorable situation yeah uh, it really trying did. to do do things yourself mm-hmm. yeah, it really does yeah and like we how I didn't understand how construction loans really worked until we dove into it. So how they don't pay you until after you complete the work. I was like, like, what? But um, it helped in our situation because we're really going to catch up with everything once they come now with our steel being, our siding and our roof being on because we already owned that stuff. So we don't have to pay anything um, out of pocket right Right. now. So when we get that money, that's huge. That's going to really shoot us along. Yeah, That's exactly. Cool. Yeah. 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 And as you get down further into the process with like cabinetry and things like that, like they're mm-hmm. typically construction loans will just pay your invoice for you. Like you, yeah. you're not, you're not having to keep coming up with the money per se. Right. Um, <clears throat> which, which is, is nice. nice. Yeah. yeah. So, so where, what does it look like right now? Uh, um, so we have, We've decided to um, not enclose our door, not cut out and frame our doors and windows from the beginning. So we're going to, it's all just the closed shell besides our 12 by 14 opening um, because they sent it that way. We had no choice on that one. (laughs) Um, So that is going to be essentially in our dining room. Um, So that's the only opening we have right now. And then all of our siding is up. We just finished that over this past weekend before we went to Hershey. And then um, he's going to start on the roof, I think today or tomorrow when he gets off work. So we should have that done within the week. So all of our, it should be dried in, I guess. Yeah. And now what made you guys think uh, to not cut in your windows and doors and We were thinking timing. So we want to be in there for the next winter. So um, we're going to have the spray foam after our floor system comes because the spray foam and the floor system are our two biggest besides our septic um, amounts that we have to pay. So we were trying to get those out of the way. So then it's easier throughout the winter. We're all warm and, you know, insulated. And then we'll cut through all of that because all of our walls and everything are going to be on the inside of all of the insulation is how my husband decided to do it. So sure. Um, nice. And it's it's just that is a lot of forethought. Like that's a really good idea because whenever we, I mean, I've talked to tons of people who live in RVs or like temporary housing situations mm-hmm. and like having that insulation, having the ability to spread out and to, I mean, y'all are going to be in the space a whole lot more right. because it'll be very warm and cozy and mm-hmm. you'll really get to determine how you want to lay it out if you want to make any right. changes and right. you'll have tons of time to look at it. That's really yeah. Nice. So we thought yeah. of like once the floor, the main floor system is in, um, we thought about just doing like one of the girls' rooms and one of like their Jack and Joe bathroom. And then we have that. And even in one bedroom, we're still in more space than what we're in now. So um, that's that's the plan. Hopefully it'll be farther, but at least we're there. <laughs> right, yeah. Right. Yeah. Cause you're in, so being in Pennsylvania, you guys get pretty extreme weathers, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Winters winters, get I mean, yeah. Yeah. Winters get pretty chilly. So, I mean, the cabin did really well. We actually didn't have the insulated last year. Um, but this winter we decided to insulate, which was huge. We were buying propane every single week. We have a, oh one gosh. of those tall 
I think it's like a 40 pound propane tank for our heater. We were buying that every single week where this past winter after we insulated, we only did it once. So that saved us so much on, on, um, heating like cost. So that was huge, but it, it gets pretty chilly <laughs> and because you can't have the <laughs> propane on at night because we're in the loft bedroom so it's hot so it's like we have to you know use the electric heater sometimes if we can't keep the heat from escaping so it, it's just a you like figure out your rhythm type of thing <laughs> right right yeah 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 that's um that's quite the quite the story so you're gonna try to get moved into your big space um, yeah by winter and then Mm -hmm. from there you're just gonna keep working on on everything and what kind of uh have you guys decided what kind of spray foam you're doing yes and no we have Mm -hmm. a quote and we are like on plan to go with open cell um but we're still like i don't know what you know it's like that scary thing we hear best of both and um, we think that the open cell will work better, but uh, yeah, it's like yeah. scary. <laughs> I yeah. want to fix the right one. Right. Yeah. So for somebody who's listening that they're trying to process this decision, like what's your process with the open cell? Like why, why, why do you feel like that's, cell? yes, yes. Um, so it was actually just the um, person that's going to be doing it is the one who really talked me into the open cell. Um, he said that if there is any issues with any water or anything like that, the closed cell isn't going to show that to us, which scared me because yes, it's not going to damage anything, um, but I'm not going to know that there's an issue to fix it. Um, so that's where I was kind of like, I will, I would rather see it and fix it than know it's hidden somewhere. You know what I mean? Yeah. And does, so, do they mean like leak? Do they mean, yeah. mean like leaks in your roof and yeah. things like, like that? Yeah. Yeah. Cause the water would penetrate the, the open, but not the clothes. So it could be leaking and getting moldy and we have absolutely no idea. Sure. So that was something that I did not like. So I think that's why what really talked us into the open. Sure. Awesome. And he, and he said that the close cell would kind of be overkill for us the whole way around. So he was mm-hmm. saying open cell regardless on the, on the one part, I forget if it was the roof or the, the walls, but one yeah. or the other, he said he wouldn't do, he wouldn't pay the extra for the close cell regardless. Sure. Yeah. I'm guessing, I'm guessing roof. I would. Um, yeah. I think that's yeah, what it was. Yeah. Cause uh, typically like with our client, our build clients, they go with the clothes on their walls and then do a blown mm-hmm. in, in the attic um, yeah. as their, as their method. Cause it doesn't, it doesn't provide quite as It's pretty awesome to have, of course, but it right. doesn't provide quite as many benefits as your walls do. Right. Um, so yeah. So cool. That's, um, that's pretty awesome. And so you let's, um, your husband being an iron worker. So did he put the structure up himself and yeah, he did. Um, so he had some of his guys from work come. There was four of them um, that did it. And then we had a crane truck, like a boom truck come, which was huge because we have the lull, but um, the crane just made it so much faster. Oh, um, so sure. they got, <laughs> yeah. So they had our steel up on the foundation in less than eight hours, I think is all that they were here. So Wow. Wow. It, that's awesome. And we had a, a issue with our, our prints. So we are using old prints. So Matt had to like figure out how to fix what 
he thought was wrong, but it really wasn't wrong. Uh, so that slowed them down a little bit and that was a little, they took a little break after that. So, um, but yeah, so they, they knocked it right out. It was really cool to watch. I just sat there all day in amazement, them just flying the seal. It was nuts. Yeah, that is so cool. Uh, <clears throat> so I guess, um, so with that, like what, um, I guess I'm just curious. I want to go back to this window and door thing and oh. <laughs> we might cut this out of the thing because steel frame is not really my area of expertise. I, okay. I know, I know the most about post frame. And, um, so you're going to frame, so you're going to get it insulated and then you'll frame all of your interior walls. Mm -hmm. So you'll put wood, wood, wood framing all around the perimeter, all of your Correct. interior stuff. And then, then you cut through your your insulation and your steel in order to install your windows and doors or how, do, how is that going to work? Right. So we wanted to make sure that our, we loved the layout before we placed any windows and the X bracing uh, threw me off. I didn't know about the X bracing when I did the um, design part of it on the graph paper. <laughs> we literally drew it on graph paper, but sure. um, so I didn't know about that. So I have to change like uh, where a door is, I have to change uh, the one size of the window. Um, so we just decided to make sure that we loved the room spacing before we cut anything too. Because um, once you cut it, you, know, you can't really, can't right. really go back. <laughs> right, right. So yes. Yeah. And then the spray foam will just uh, be on the inside and then all of our plumbing, electrical and everything will be on the inside of the, the spray foam. And then okay. we'll have some of our, um, some of our columns will be shown so because we've got the the wide columns on the sides so we're leaving okay. those exposed I think it's we're doing sure. that too we're are y'all painting yours um in any yeah way? yeah we mm -hmm. have the big red giant they stick like a foot out through the wall yeah. into our uh -huh. living space I'm like I like it so yeah we're painting them black to match all of the railings and it's just yeah. gonna be part of the house that's what we're going to do as well. We talked about maybe like boxing them in, but I'm going to see, I, I think I'm going to love it. I love it when we go and look at anywhere else that has the exposed columns and beams. So I think I'll, I think I love it, but. So are you guys doing an attic or you use, I, I assume that your building is clear span on, on yes. the upper floor. So both, yeah, both the basement and the main floor are clear span. That's one of the main things my husband wanted was no supports in the basement. So that's why our floor system is so expensive um, so that we don't have to worry about any support walls anywhere on the inside, mm -hmm. which okay. was, I was like, wait, we don't have to have anything. Like you, I've never <laughs> been in, I've never been into a house where there's not like one random column in the center yeah. or something. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we have absolutely no support inside the main floor or the basement. Um, but we are just, we are going to do a loft, um, which is our guest space. So we weren't originally intending on having the basement. So we're kind of thrown off because now I'm like, well, why don't we just do the guest space in the basement? But um, I think we're going to just keep with the loft and do it up there. So it's not okay. going to cover the whole main floor because our master bedroom will go the whole way to the ceiling. So we'll have like the vaulted ceilings in our bedroom and then the great oh, room, obviously. That's going to be so cool. Yeah, yeah, I thought it would be fun. The, the girls actually asked if their bedrooms can be that way too. So I think the loft is kind of shrinking, um, but that's okay. <laughs> what, what are, what's your sidewall height? Um, 16 feet. Okay. 
That'll yeah. be really cool. Yes. Yeah, we're super excited. And then we also learned, you know, through the process that we actually are only at 14 feet actual height for our side walls. The way that it measures out, it we lose like two feet. I don't know exactly how Matt just explained that to me. So that's something else that we wanted to like let people know. So if you want the 16 feet, go with the 18 side walls yeah. versus the the 16. But it's the, okay. the width of the of the structural pieces that make up your ceiling is what that extra two foot is. We okay. learned that too because we wanted 18 foot, thinking we could get like eight feet out of each of the floors. And right. Like, no, no, no. You need to go yeah. with 23 feet. I was like, <laughs> yeah. We didn't know that. Yeah. So oh, that's insane. Yeah. We have 23 yeah. foot sidewalls because of that issue. And it took our price when we originally got our steel kit from like 65,000 to 88,000. Mm-hmm. Having to upgrade all of that stuff all of a sudden, which yeah. stunk. But now I walk, you know, we walk in and it's like, it's like a cathedral. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's cool, but that's really interesting. And maybe something that, um, Cause we, we have 18 foot sidewalls and it's 18, you know, a full 18 oh, okay. feet to the bottom of the truss. Uh, and so our main level is nine. Our, our second level is eight. Cause you just lose about just under a foot from your floor joists for the second mm-hmm. floor, but that's all you're losing with, with that type of, of that's thing. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, I think an interesting thing. If somebody's like, comparing and contrasting and trying to figure out like what is a good option um because mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah I would have never thought that you lose that much and um and yeah and the taller you go the more like the more things have to be considered in the engineering side of things and mm-hmm. um I've noticed that buildings that go from 18 to 20 foot I tell people I'm like you're thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars more just going post frame from that to that so yeah and yeah. obviously Megan that's a huge ex- extra <laughs> yeah. I can attest to this we, uh, <laughs> yeah yeah just to get just to get the ceiling height in your second floor that you really want that's a yeah that's a big deal for people uh, so we just work around it it's yeah. not like we don't have a full second floor so it wasn't a huge issue but like right. if we were planning on that that would be something that was like oh crap Right. Yeah. But so okay, now, now cool. that you guys are moving on the build, how is it for the girls like seeing it come together? Is that really like surreal it's, to them? Or? Yeah. It's like blowing their mind. Like they just, every time they walk up there, they're just like, what? This is so big. Oh. And I was like, we've been trying to like tell you. <laughs> yeah. Like, and it's not like they want this big, like, that's not like our personalities. Like, we don't need like these big, flashy things but it's just like they're just like I could ride my bike in here I could like do whatever you literally wanted to like we we have like this giant projector for outside and we're going to put it in the basement once the roof is on so it's like things like that that's what excites them yeah like this is so cool and then Macy wants to slide off her bed like it's like okay sure you want to slide (laughs) all right why not why not yeah oh my gosh yeah so they're cute they're really loving it. And every time something happens, they walk up and they're like, their mouth just like drops. So cute. Yeah, that's so cute. Uh, so with your, you know, you're still kind of deciding on your interior layout and things mm-hmm. like that. Do you have uh, any 
like for sure must have room types that you really want or, uh, you know, certain spaces that you're not willing to compromise on? Um, I think we're pretty set on our layout as long as it works with everything. Um, I definitely want my master closet. <laughs> I am like living in one of those plastic three drawer things and like yeah. all my clothes are in storage. So I wear like the same four shirts. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have a ton of clothes, but like I like the variety, you know, sometimes. So um, I'm 100% wanting that closet. So we actually put our closet in between our bathroom and our bedroom. So I know a lot of people do the opposite. They go bedroom, bathroom, closet, but we did a bedroom, closet, bathroom. So I'm super excited about that. Mm -hmm. And then I want an office. So I'm like big on, on the office space because kitchen table is, is not cutting it when I like to spread everything out. Sure. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And speaking of that, so what, um, do you like, what role are you playing in, in this? I guess, you know, what are, what are the things you want your office for? Like, what is it that you, you do? Can you tell us um, a little bit about that? So I, in our build process, I handle all of the scheduling, the billing, the quoting, uh, the contact, all of that, Matt just kind of shows up and does it. Um, so he, he has me doing all that. And then uh, I do the same thing for our family. He makes all the money and I make sure everything's good. <laughs> so awesome. it, it's nice to have the office space for that. And then I do real estate also. So awesome. just to have that as a side. This is a good so time to be doing that. So you're, you're, yeah, <laughs> good and bad. It's like, oh, how is this happening? I know you want to be the seller's agent every day. Y yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's just crazy. Like I can't get people in houses fast enough for them to go on the like under contract. It's just nuts yeah. here so, anyway. That's how it is. So I know that you guys sold your place and decided mm -hmm. to take kind of the long road to getting to where you're at now. But yeah. with the housing market being what it is now, are you guys grateful for that choice, even though construction prices have gone nuts or? Yes because we didn't have to maintain our house and everything during the shutdown. That was huge. I mean, I would have loved to have my pool during the shutdown. I'm not gonna say that. I would have loved that. But um, like we, we could be here and not have to pay anything because we already own it. So like all the money that we would have paid in mortgage payments, um, it would have just been money taken away from this process. Yeah. And then, um, we also, uh, oh, wait, what was I saying? Where was I going with that? Oh, I, wish. <laughs> I do wish that we sold after the shutdown because houses in our neighborhood are now going for like $150,000 more. Wow. So I was like, oh, yikes. But like I said, we're not very flashy or greedy or anything like that. So uh, we got what we needed and we're happy. Like I'm not, I'm not upset that we did it when we did it, but yeah, it would have been nice, you know, well, sure. as always. It would have been more fun to sell for yeah. more, but. Right, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, anytime somebody's like, hey, here's another $150,000, my answer yeah. will always be yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 so that, always. that part we were just kind of like, oh man, yeah. but it's okay. It is what it is. And like, mm -hmm. we got what we needed and we're happy, so. Good, good. Yeah. 
that's, that's really exciting for you guys that you're able to do this and have your kids be a part of it so much. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, yeah, Megan and I, we just, our kids were so little when we were building. So it really yeah. impacted the amount of time that I could spend helping. Right. I, t- I told Megan, I was like, that's why I'm not really in our YouTube videos much is because I had really, really little kids and we lived yeah. a half hour from the site. So I think it's so fun when you can participate in your build like that. Mm-hmm. Makes yeah, me want to do it again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> would you ever do it again? I think so. I think yeah. we would. Um, I mean, I think part of it might be just the, uh, I think, I think we have issues because we haven't lived anywhere for more than like a couple of years for a really long oh, time. That's us too. <laughs> so I, th- I think it's more, we need medication and therapy over, yeah. <laughs> over, is this really a good option for us? But, yeah. um, but yeah, self-building does though, when you look at it, like, um, you, you just, you do save so much money doing so many things yourself. And so, yeah, yeah the temptation is to do it again. Cause it kind of helps gets you over that next hump. Yeah. Of, mm-hmm. like, like I could do it better. Right. Yeah. I could do it better. Or like, it would give us enough money to like buy a house to live in while we built the other house or buy a mobile right. home to move on the property, you know, those kinds of things. So that's yeah. definitely tempting. Um, but yeah, if any of my friends are listening, they're probably rolling their eyes and texting me yeah. and like, we will literally kill you if you do that. <laughs> do yeah. not, do not do this to all of us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Oh yeah. So speaking of, uh, you know, getting inspired to like do this again and stuff, I've heard Amber that you guys, this is kind of inspiring some potential life changes with you guys. Uh, is there anything that you'd like to maybe give us a sneak peek and share about? Uh, so we are joining forces with uh, Megan and her husband, and we are deciding to help others who are interested in steel, steel barn does, um, make their dreams come true. Awesome. That's so cool. Yeah. Uh, Throughout the course of our build, that was the one thing that, that really set us back by months was having the worst erecting crew on the face of the planet show up and not show up and get equipment stuck and get new equipment and run out of time on rentals. And uh, and Uh, it was absolutely heinous. And it set us back at least two months in the overall timeline of our build. Um, So just through that, like I shared a lot about it then. And at the time, Amber actually called me and was like, look, if y'all want help, like we can come down and we will fix this for you. (laughs) Help. Like we will get it figured out, but what he had deployed and, or was about to deploy. And it was like, I can't, I can't do anything else right now. But with that in mind, they started doing their build and we just got to chatting about it. And it was like, we could do this. And with what yeah. getting out of the Navy, it's, it's looking more and more like it's about to happen. So, um, we're, we're all in on it. I would love to be able to help people not have to suffer through really right. terrible crews and, um, yeah. super subpar work and having to redo things and ordering more materials to replace the stuff that people botched. And I right. feel like and you guys, Matthew has and, and you guys don't even live in the same state. So you guys are potentially mm-hmm. going to be able to offer a, a fairly wide range of, uh, build look like, uh, your span of where you'll build will be pretty broad. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So we mm-hmm. intended on using our bus um, to travel as a family and you know so we're not separated we're still doing it all together um, and then just go wherever that was yeah. one of the things that we loved 
um, why we bought the bus is to see everything. So why not do both uh, help people with their steel and and get to see all the places. So you bought, let's uh, let's touch on that for a second because I forgot that you guys own a bus. So you bought yeah. a school bus and you renovated it or had it already been converted? Um, we bought a party bus. So it's one of the ones that you would take like on oh, a bachelorette okay. party uh-huh. or something like that. Um, so we bought one of those like laser lights and all. It was fantastic. <laughs> um, so we actually kept, love that. We kept the laser lights. They're still included. Um, but yeah, so we bought that and then Matt just dove right in and ripped everything out. And now it is a functioning RV. So it is that pretty is so sweet. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's and pretty sweet. Do you mind my asking, uh, maybe give us a comparison if you, you can say percentages or numbers or, or however you want to put it, but you, you made this bus into an RV. Uh, yeah. Like, did you, does that save you significantly to have done the conversion versus just going out and finding yourself an RV? Um, uh, probably not. Uh, we, so all in, I think we're at like a little under 15,000. So it's not like it was super expensive or super cheap. It was kind of like whatever, but, um, that actually it, seems really good. Like that's super yeah. reasonable for something that you can travel in. And yeah. so it's, ba- it's basically set up. Is there a bathroom in it and kitchen area? So it's completely self-sufficient. So um, it has a composting toilet. It has a freshwater tank and a great water tank. Um, so we can go anywhere. We have um, a power box with solar panels. Uh, so we have power, um, but we have we bought the bus mainly for the engine. That was Matt's big thing. Sorry, I ordered flowers and they're being delivered. <laughs> That's uh, awesome. Yes. <laughs> she like picks them from her garden and charges people $10 and she's bringing them right to me. Oh, that's somewhere. fantastic. Oh, yes, super cute. Yeah. Um, I saw it this morning and she was dropping them off, but. Um, that's fantastic. So, sorry. Um, so yeah, so we are doing that because Macy is kind of what started it. Our oldest wants to see Mount Rushmore. She's super into history. Uh, so we decided instead of just going there and doing just that, we bought the RV and we could go and see other things as well. So we'll yeah. see. It, we're still waiting on it to be legal. Uh, Pennsylvania's kind of been uh, with, okay. the, with the title. Um so that we have insurance and everything, but we can't get a license plate on it because it's a commercial vehicle right now, but it's not a commercial vehicle in use. So it's been a process. So hopefully in the next week or two, we should have everything back. Sure. So are you guys homeschooling the girls? No, they don't. I tried. They don't want to. (laughs) I was like, I'll do it. Um, so we, I loved it during the shutdown of everything and like the schools when they were online and I loved it and I thought that they loved it. I think they did. Um, but I think they missed their friends more. So we, they, they decided they want to go to school, but, um, when we do do the steal and, and we travel and stuff, then we'll do some online stuff because the district still does offer that as an option. Um, so when we do that, that way they're not behind. You can just get back in. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you, uh, yeah. so are you kind of thinking, uh, sorry, if this is like too, too personal to ask, but no. are you kind of thinking that you'll come and go from your home? And so maybe some weeks the girls will be in class and then some mm-hmm. weeks they'll be online. And Yeah. Like we don't want to do a ton, um, traveling. Like we want to enjoy our home too. You know, that's why we mm-hmm. built it, but 
uh, we do want to see things and we do want to go places and so do they it's not like we're going to like drag them along like right. they're very involved with wherever we go and uh, they very much love it so um, that's that's the end goal anyway to see things, to learn things, as well as to enjoy our life. So yeah, yeah, oh, that's awesome. I think that's a yeah. really great encouragement for people listening that uh, feel like they, you're, it'll be fun to watch you guys as this evolves and just how you're not yeah. having to be all one or all the other. You're getting right. to combine the life of having a stable, permanent place to go, but also do some traveling. And it yeah. doesn't mean that like your kids have to be uprooted completely right. from where they're at. And so, yeah, yeah, I look forward to seeing all of that play out. Uh, yeah. So that's why I named us the way we did. So we're the Cully experience because we're like a whole, like a whole thing, <laughs> like whether it's, whether it's the bus, the house, the birds, the, the quads, the guns, like we're just the whole thing. Like we just dive. <laughs> There's a lot going in. on over there. Yeah. Yeah. Like we just dive into literally anything that we find joy in. And I love that about us. Sometimes it drives me a little nuts because my husband is very like, oh, like I full of ideas. All it, yeah. But I'm like, <laughs> okay, this is good. I love it. So oh, see, that scares me because my husband's the same way. And the two of them <laughs> getting together might it might be a real problem for, for us. <laughs> it'll be an adventure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds like it'll definitely be uh there'll probably be some comedy involved in it oh yeah I think that at least from my perspective fine. you guys might not find any of it funny but I'll yeah. probably find a lot of humor in a lot of it yeah oh, yeah it's fun so that was so cool so I have so your Barnuminium let's mm -hmm. kind of track back to that what how well no I mean this is great like I love that you have like you know the Cully experience you really put together something that is going to be able to share all the different aspects of your lives, mm -hmm. uh, which is, it's just, it's so much more authentic and true to just how everybody is. Like none of us have just a Barnuminium. We have right. a life that goes along with it. And it's fun to get to see how do people that choose living on some land, building a Barnuminium, how do they, what are the things that they wanted to incorporate into their experience uh, with it? Because some of it's the same and some of it is very different. And I just, mm -hmm. I love seeing the differences. Um, yeah. How, what do you think your style for your interior finishes and your decorating and all of that is going to be with this home? See, that's the, the thing that I'm, I'm like, I don't know I love like natural so I love the slate I love the wood grain um and then I love the metal and the industrial so I'm like oh I love the light colors but then I love the dark rooms and the moody rooms so I'm like I I haven't fully decided on the whole house theme yet um I'm kind of like scared, <laughs> but like, I get that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but like, um, I know I want like the hot, the wood floors and, um, and that, so that no matter what I pick, it, it'll work. Um, right. and the, and the slate tile, I'm definitely going with the slate look of the tiles. Um, and then Macy, my oldest, she loves the fancy like marble and, and everything. So like her and I are just, I mean, she's very girly and I love it, but I just, and that's not me. So I'm like, ah, I'm scared. I don't know. Like I wanted to, be, I wanted to pick her own. Like I want them to be able to pick 
it's their bathroom forever. Like it's in, in their bedroom. So I want them to be able to pick, but I'm like, I don't, I don't know how to, I don't know how to match it. So I am working with, I'm working through that, but um, for the most part, it's going to be very like um, cozy and warm and welcoming and comfortable. I don't want anything that's not like, I want to be able to flop on the couch or, you know, have a big family dinner at the, the dining room table. So yeah, I, I don't want to feel uncomfortable anywhere. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. That sounds a lot like what I, how I described my style <laughs> and kind of the direction that things, things went. Um, yeah. And I looked through, I looked through Joanna Gaines, her, one of her books, Homebody, I think it's called. And okay. she, she lists all the styles. So if you happen to like see a copy of it, I have to look it up. Yes. She, and goes into depth of defining them and like what these different styles like kind of mean and not that it's super important, but it can right. help. It can help give you some direction if you feel yes. you know, like, if you're like, I do want there to be some way to make all of this cohesive or something like that. Um, so yeah, I looked through all that and I was like, oh, I think this is like a rustic modern style. And then, yeah. yeah and then I've kind of like migrated you know, from, from there. So yeah, to like transitional style, which I'm like, I feel like that's just for everybody who's just not totally sure yeah. what they want. <laughs> I think yes. trans- transitional is like, I'm like that, that works for me. That means I can do anything Yeah, and, and call it transitional. Um, yeah. So yeah, if it was up to, if it was up to Matt, it would be all wood and animals and, you know, oh, yeah, everything, sure. everything dark, dark, oh, sure. and wood yeah. and leather and uh, you know, yeah, yeah we had to, we had to have a negotiation of, of how many deer mounts could be yeah. in, the, in the main part of the house. And, um, yeah, we actually have a deer hanging in this little cabin. It's hilarious. Oh, sure. It's so funny. Yeah. He can't I, stand I up can't. in most of it, but by yeah. God, he's got the deer mount. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. hilarious, but I mean, it's fun. If somebody walks in and they're like, what the heck? Mm-hmm. It's like looking yeah. right at you. Yeah. 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 So, which, you know, when you live on some land, it, you can, you can make it work. And I just told, I would, I always told Paul, I said, listen, we don't live in a taxidermy office. So there you go. Like, we're just not going to do that. We're not going to like, you know, draw string lines and like have just rows and rows and rows of, of stuff. We're yeah. proud of you, but we're not that proud. So. Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. Like we appreciate it, but um, not that much. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah. So it's almost like, and then, then they get their wild hairs and they're like, well, then that means I need a party barn for all oh, of that. Yeah. 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 We yeah. can do all that in the basement. Right. I can do some. Can take a- he can take yeah. over where you are right now. That can be the, the yeah, ca- the cabin of death. Yeah, the cabin of death. <laughs> <laughs> Macy actually claimed the cabin. She's making it her slime workshop. So what? She's yeah. She makes slime yeah, and like she sells. She actually like sold so many. I'm so impressed. She made business cards and everything. So yeah, Ooh, she's adorable. She makes these little slimes and so she's she's claimed the cabin for that. Oh, that's awesome. awesome. Yeah. That is the coolest. It is. They're super cute. That's awesome. Well, this has been so fun getting to hear about your project yeah. and your build and uh, just your experience, literally. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> so people can tell us where people where all people can follow you. 
Um, yeah. Right now, we're just on Instagram, so I don't have anything else Perfect. Uh, going. Oh, and yeah. TikTok, I guess, but I forget it. I always forget about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so, not like a TikToker. Sure, yet, sure. Anyway. So, but both are called the, the Coley Experience. Yes. Yeah. All right. All right. So depending on what platform you're at, you can head over uh, to that and follow Amber and their journey, which is very multifaceted. Yeah, uh, it's very exciting. Uh, and we appreciate you spending some time with us uh, today, Amber. Thanks for having me. Yeah. yeah.